This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You're listening to The Treatment Room with Tess and Lauren, the podcast by estheticians, for estheticians, and those who seek to learn about their own skin from a professional's perspective. We're diving into our whys as licensed skincare therapists, sharing in our career journeys, and separating the gimmicks from the real heroes in skincare. Welcome to The Treatment Room. Hey guys, welcome back to the treatment room. My name is Tess and I'm here with Lauren. Hey everybody. So today we wanted to do a little recap of our year and kind of just start envisioning and manifesting things for next year. So the focus of this podcast is really about your highest self and when you envision your best self what is she, you know, thinking when you wake up? What is she doing in the morning? What is her attitude going to work? What does she do after work, on the weekends, in her free time? It can be anything. So Lauren and I have kind of come up with a little list of just little itemized things that we envision our highest self doing for the next year. I feel like it's it's just kind of a different way of thinking about New Year's resolutions and making them more applicable to your lives. So we will just go ahead and dive right in. And excuse me if some of these sound a little superficial. I think the focus of my list is really just like a mind, body connection, and things I want to do to build my confidence, whether it's internal external. So I will just dive in. Okay. And my first one is a little bit, again, superficial. So the first (laughs) thing I want to do, and this is something I want to do for myself, and it is just using Olaplex once a week. I don't know if anybody out there uses Olaplex, but something about me, I feel like I have my skin and makeup down and my fashion. But when it comes to hair, I am so lost. I'm just, Lauren, even like when we've been together, I've asked her to curl my hair because I'm just so bad at it. But when I look at myself, I don't like my hair. And I feel like when your hair looks good, you feel good on the inside. So I feel like I have a lot of days where I will just go through the day without makeup, without you know making myself presentable, My hair looks like crap, and this is just one thing I want to kind of take into my own hands, do a little Olaplex treatment, and leave it in, have it, like, rebuild my hair, and I feel like that is a small step towards feeling better about my outward appearance. Yeah, and I think that every, I think everybody has that, that one thing that just kind of irks them or they wish was a little (laughs) bit better. So I don't think it's superficial at all. I think it's actually great to, to just be aware of that, to not let it get you too down, but then also to, you know, to try to fix it and try to do what you can. I think that's great, Tess. 
Thank you. Thank you for the reassurance. You're welcome. And I grow my hair so much, so it's just like kind of in shambles right now. So this is me <laughs> trying to be proactive. Okay, the next thing on my list is something I want to get back into. When I think about when I felt best this year, I was intermittent fasting. And it's really been something that's helped a lot with my bloating, my stomach aches, and bringing down that inflammation. I'm pretty healthy, but when it comes to my esthetician work schedule, I get out super late. I mean, around like 8.30 by the time I'm to my car. It's 9 o'clock by the time I'm home. It's about 9.45. So I really have to focus on bringing not only lunch, but also dinner to work. So that meal prep is important, but also so is like the timing. So just making time somewhere in that busy day to eat a little bit earlier. It's something that just benefits my future self. And I've been totally falling off the wagon with it the past few months. And even this week, I've been trying to get back into it. It's a little tough with the holidays. And I just really notice a difference, the days I do it and the days I don't do it. Yeah. Like, for example, last night we had our Dermot Plus holiday Christmas party, and it was so much fun, but we were eating a really heavy dinner at 9 p.m. It was delicious. It was amazing. It was so much fun, but I woke up feeling really horrible. And, like, for me, it's almost like a, a food hangover, and you feel foggy and just, like, blah, so... Have you tried intermittent fasting, Lauren? Yeah, I do it every day, actually. I try to stop. <sighs> yeah, I try to stop by 8, and I don't eat until 10 or 11 the next morning. And I've actually been doing it for, my gosh, almost two years now, just because it feels so good, like you said. And I used to, like a few years ago, I used to be a snacker, and I used to subscribe to the you know six small meals a day or whatever it is. And right. I would find myself at night coming home and just being so bloated that my pants were like uncomfortably tight around my waist. And <sighs> as soon as I, my first step to get away from that was focusing on three meals a day. And even just doing that, cutting out all the snacking and all the stuff in between made the hugest difference. And then switching over to intermittent fasting, I felt like I had more energy. I was, I'm really, truly not that hungry in the morning. So I'll eat whenever I'm hungry right. in the morning. But right. generally, it's not until 10 or 11. And it just makes the biggest difference. Yeah. And I think I know that so strongly in my core. It's what I should be doing. The days I mess up, I feel like I get kind of down on myself and I don't want to like have any shame if I can't do it perfectly. Like even if I could aim for five days a week, or if you're someone listening who just wants to eat better or implement some sort of new diet change, I feel like I don't want this to be triggering to anyone with food issues, but I think just like being gracious and gentle with yourself and talking to yourself as you would a friend, but just doing the best you can. And it's something I'm going to keep in mind, do my best to do. Like, no, I don't need to come home and like go all in on a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, it's about like knowing that those few minutes of whatever happiness, like just aren't worth it in the long run. So that is one thing I want to get back into. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next thing I feel like is really applicable to – a lot of my estheticians or just people even at a desk job and that is stretching. So I want to stretch. And this is like when I envision highest self test, she's totally like waking up, opening the shade, like letting some light in, pouring herself a big glass of water and then like going to my yoga mat in my living room 
and just doing a few stretches, maybe bringing out the foam roller if I'm feeling ambitious. And then most importantly, after work, I want to do some stretching because you will really start to feel, you know, the the weight of a physical job on your body if you don't take care of it. So I have started going to a chiropractor, but I want to get back into just like really stretching out my body. And especially after workouts, I don't want to be that person to leave a class rushed and, mm-hmm. you know, or just make two minutes for it. I want to really like make that almost like a workout, I think of like doing my stretching. Yeah, totally. I mean, aesthetics is such, oh my gosh, it is such a physical job. It doesn't seem like it because, you know, you're sitting down behind the table, but it really, really, really truly is, especially because we get so hunched over. And so focusing on opening up your chest and like working on those back muscles and that posture. Yeah. It's really important. It's so important. And I'm so bad. And I see photos of myself kind of hunching and I'm like, this is, I know, I know. Okay, so I'm just going to keep moving through this list. My next one is say yes to adventures. And I feel like this comes like really easy for a lot of people. And I feel like in my friend circle, I have a lot of people who are travel lovers and just love going new places. And a lot of times I kind of feel alone and not being so into that. Like I am really a creature of habit. I'm kind of a homebody. I like my time at home, but I want to try to balance it with more things because I know those experiences are what, when you look back on your year, they're what stands out and makes the year, you know, colorful and something different and memorable. So I'm trying to say yes more. I I hate airplanes and don't (laughs) love how they dehydrate my skin, but um, I am not going to let like the little things like getting off my routine for a couple days stop me. And that doesn't mean saying yes to everything, but it's something I'm always trying to be a little bit more proactive about. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. (laughs) Next one, because I have a lot and I want Lauren to have time to talk to. My next one is a YouTube goal. And YouTube is really like such a passion of mine and it's something that is almost like self-care sometimes it's hard to make the time for it but when I am recording a video or thinking of ideas or editing or putting something out there that's maybe helped somebody in a positive way it's one of like the most enriching aspects of my life and I think with YouTube it's so easy to feel like "Eh, I don't look good today like I don't have, you know, the best new idea, but I think it's just kind of something you have to keep moving with it. Kind of like writing, like you stay in the practice of it Mm -hmm. and not every video is going to be a hit, but I just really want to keep the momentum there and definitely not let like the physical things like I don't like how I look get in the way of filming something. Listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, that's like one of the main things he mentions. He's like, why do girls think they need to put on makeup to <laughs> film content? Like nobody really cares that much. So it's something I'm going to try to be just more consistent with because I really, really love it. And it's very rewarding. Yeah. Okay. I have a couple more left. And my next one is striving for new SD education. I had to bring this up because I think it's just something 
as you get more experience, it can be something that falls by the wayside because you are in that day to day of, you know, working and it's easy to kind of lose sight of that excitement you had in the classroom. But it's something I really want to keep as a focal point because I think the day you stop thinking that there's something new to learn is the day you're seriously behind and we don't want to be behind. We want to be with the times. There's always new things evolving. And so I want to stay current and just put myself out there, take more classes, maybe a micro current class or a light therapy class, I think would be really awesome. Yeah. I think I'm going to jump in on this one really quick, Tess, because I think that continuing education is one of the best things an esthetician can do for themselves. And it's so easy to get like, yeah. you know, wrapped up in the day to day and you're busy and you've got this to do and that to do before, you know, a couple of years has gone by and you haven't taken any classes. However, the industry is always changing and it's not waiting for you. And, you know, no offense to my, you know, our hairstylists out there, but you want to go to a hairstylist that is on top of the trends. You know what I mean? You want to go to somebody who, um, who knows what's in right now, what looks good, who's on top of their game. And it's the same thing with aesthetics. You want to go to somebody who, who has the knowledge of the, the technologies that are going on right now and the new innovation. So I think that that's so important is to, to really focus on making time for that. Yeah. And even if like, for example, microcurrent is something we offer in a small capacity at Dermaplus, but maybe you see, like I saw that class and I was like, oh, we don't have, you know, a ton of modalities. Maybe it's not applicable to be applicable to me. I want to get out of that mindset and not limit like what's in front of me because mm-hmm. that could always change. Like we could always get new modalities. If I love something, maybe we could bring it into the menu or like therapy, new things coming out. I still think it's great to be apprised of everything and just, you know, that way if your clients ask you, what do you think about microcurrent? Is it effective? You have an educated answer. You, and I think you should have that as an education because people are looking to you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. And then next one is kind of going back into nutrition and health, which if you know me is like... <laughs> So it's just so me. I love that stuff. So something I'm making an effort to do is have more greens-based or plant-based meals and just really thinking of vegetables as kind of a base of the meal, not just a side, which a lot of the times I'll think of like carb or protein as more of a meal and just have veggies to the side. But they are so healing and really like the best medicine for you. It's something my holistic nutritionist has really emphasized to me will improve my health. And I love vegetables. So I don't, I don't know why I don't make it more of a thing, but I want to try to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love vegetables. I know you do. I'm sure you have good recipes. <laughs> I try, you know, what's funny is I like try to make all these recipes that that sounds so good. And I, I always, I don't know that I mess them up in somehow. So I, I, I end up eating the same thing all the time, but I like it. So it's good. What's something, what's something you make as a vegetarian? I make, uh, well, I make tacos pretty much three times a week <laughs> with just like beans and roasted veggies and maybe some uh-huh. quinoa sometimes. And I just found this like jalapeno sauce from Trader Joe's. It's in like a glass jar in like their sauce section 
And it's literally just like jalapenos, water, and spices. You guys, it's so spicy. (gasps) If you like spicy, you'll love this. But it has like a really good flavor, that like jalapeno flavor. Um, And it's like dairy-free. It doesn't have anything crazy in it. No sugar added. It's amazing. So check that out if you guys, if you can, just a little hot spot there on Trader Joe's. Yeah, I will. That sounds delicious. I love a clean spice. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And veggies have so many beauty perks. Like we love a vegetable that has a beauty perk. So yeah, I noticed that. So I was traveling for the last 10 days and you know, of course when you travel, you, you eat outside of what you normally do. And personally, I have such a hard time saying no to foods that I know do not serve me in the best way. So I, you know, went a little overboard and I can see it in my skin. So so crazy. It's like all around my forehead and my jawline area. It's almost like I'm allergic to what I was eating. It was kind of crazy, but yeah. So anyways, I'm, I'm on a, I don't want to call it a cleanse, but I'm really cleaning it up this week, hopefully. So I can have some clear skin for, for Christmas. I'm with you. I'm, I'm right there with you. So we can send each other recipes and we'll post them on Instagram if we find anything amazing for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. My last thing, cause I have been a mic hog. The yeah. last thing <laughs> I want to talk about is just like that first initial meeting with your client in the lobby, wherever it may be. So I was chatting with my boss that other day and she just asked out of curiosity, she asked the whole bunch. She was like, do you guys shake hands with people when you first meet them? Like, what's your move? And I actually couldn't even like recall what I do. I And maybe that's not a bad thing. I kind of just read their body language. If they go for the handshake, I shake it back. A hug, I hug them back. You know, <laughs> it, it all depends on if they're new, you've seen them before, like just who they are. But I think what I realized was I just want to be more present about that moment because it really is your first impression. And I think it's easy when you're, you know, on your third, fourth, fifth, client to just get into the mode where you're like, okay, I'm picking them up. I'm bringing them to my room. Like we're just moving along here, but I want to be really intentional, intentional about that moment. And just, it's like, you're, you just make such an impression those first couple seconds or minute you are meeting someone. And I want to project like kind of who I am and my light in that second. And just let them know like it's a safe, positive space and just be my best self, not somebody who's tired or just kind of going through the motions and just put those things aside and just be really vibrant when I meet them. So that really wraps up my little list there. I'm going to pass the baton on to Lauren and she can (laughs) talk about a few things she wants to focus on this year in 2020. I love it. Well, I think that's such a great list, Tess. You're like so inspirational to me. I'm like writing all these down as you're saying them. (laughs) Well, I have to say, so these came, this idea for the podcast came after listening to Tori DeSimone's Manifest podcast. I was so inspired by her and it's a great podcast for business owners. She owns a cycling studio and she is a YouTuber, longtime YouTuber. So I really like her and look up to her. And that's kind of where this idea came from. Yeah, I have that on my list. I'm going to listen to it right after this. So thank you, Corey, for the info. Yeah. Um, okay, so highest Lauren is so cool. <laughs> she's, she, she's literally the coolest. So I think for me... In 2020, I really want to focus on a balance between 
being gentle with myself and also pushing myself outside of my comfort zone and striving for more. So I have a really hard time balancing those. And I almost like, this is going to sound really like self-deprecating, but I almost have the worst qualities of both of those. Like I'm really, really hard on myself for, for pretty much everything. And then I'm also, like you said, like I, I'm very much a routine person and I, I, I should say yes to more things, but I get into my routine. I'm tired. I just traveled mm-hmm. for work or whatever. And yeah. I have all these excuses. So, so I want to flip that. I want to be, I want to say yes to more things. Like you said, um, I did a year of yes after I'm pretty sure Oprah did a year of yes. And it like <laughs> inspired me like a few years ago and I did a year of yes. And it was, it was great. And it was actually a year that I really remember because I said yes to so many things that I wouldn't normally have said yes to such as going out after work or going out on a school night or meeting up with this person or going on that bumble date that I didn't really want to go on, you know, whatever. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, um, it was a year of yes. And I did a lot of things and, and it was great. So, so I think 2020 is going to be another year of yes. And I want to do more things, but at the same time, I also need to know, when enough is enough for me because I need to, I tend to be a people pleaser. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So knowing when to say no and knowing when, when saying yes is saying yes to myself and staying home, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So I think that, and then I also think this kind of is along the same lines, but getting outside of my comfort zone. So not just saying yes to the things I know I'm going to have fun with, but Mm -hmm. like I kind of already Mm -hmm. started this, like I started taking Pilates reformer yeah, um, you did. yeah, I just went to my second class tonight. Oh and it was, I've, I've always been intimidated by it. Cause it just looked, yeah. you know, I don't know, just, I felt like it was a club and I wasn't in it. And, um, but mm-hmm. funny enough, my mom started doing Pilates and she loved it. And I was like, okay, if my mom's doing it, I'm going to try it. So mm. it turns out I love it. Like I'm totally hooked on it. So I think going outside my comfort zone and trying new things and broadening my horizons I think is is going to be really important for me in this coming year. So along with that, kind of on the flip side, because again, I'm, I'm trying to balance this dichotomy, I want to make sure that I am super present in the moment. I have a lot of goals and I have a lot of aspirations. And I want to make sure that I'm still being present in the moment and being super grateful for for what I have going on right now. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm mm-hmm. thinking of the next thing and yeah. I want to do this and I want to buy a house and I want to, you know, all these different things. And then I tend to forget like, okay, what I have going on right now is actually super cool. Like I yes. love where I live. I have great friends. I have a great job, you know, so all these things that I feel like I just need to be grateful for and I need to be present for um, is, is going to be super important also in 2020. So, and then lastly, like I said, being gentle on myself, but not coddling myself. So being mm. super gentle and just like, you know, not mm-hmm. pushing myself further than I want to be pushed, but also not allowing myself because I can be a total homebody. Like if, if I don't have to leave my house for the whole weekend, I won't. <laughs> so it's like, I'm I need so to content. be content. <laughs> really? I love it. I'm like, I'm so comfy here. I've got me, I've got Chloe. <laughs> I got my food, I got my, my Netflix shows. So yeah, so being gentle, but also not coddling myself is I think going to be super, super important. And lastly, this one wasn't on my list, but 
I'm adding it now, um, goes, (laughs) it goes, um, along the lines of your nutrition and fitness, what you were talking about, Tess. Um, I am very yo-yo, especially because I travel for work so much. So like I said, when I travel, I'm getting better at this though. I will say a little pat on my own back. Um, I'm getting better about it, but I go to a restaurant and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at all these delicious things. And, you know, I eat things like I'm super intolerant to dairy, but like sometimes I'll have something mm-hmm. with a little dairy in it because it looks good, even though I know it's not worth it. So I think focusing on being really consistent with my eating and like you said, super plant-based and trying to, well, I'm always plant-based, but trying to make yeah. it very whole foods, plant-based and cut down on breads and pastas and that type of thing. And also just trying to keep it balanced when I'm traveling, um, I think is, is going to be super important in 2020 and, you know, sticking with my fitness routine, I'm going to get my membership going because I'm doing a two week unlimited right now with, um, for mm-hmm. Pilates and I yeah. think I'm going to go for it and do a membership. You deserve it. Yes. It's like, it's one of those expenses that I think makes you a better person, like in your workplace. Like, so if that's, you know, like Douglas Preston always tells me as my mentor, like price for what you want, you know? Mm-hmm. So if that means, you know, investing in something like a Pilates class that makes you feel so good and puts you in a great mood to go to work and then excel and perform, like it is so worth it. So I fully endorse that. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So yeah, I think that it, when it comes down to it, you have to figure out what what's important to you and also what you're going to stick with. Because I've been doing class pass, well, I've had class pass for like over a year now. And I'm just not using it like, like mm-hmm. I should be. And so, you know, while it's only what, 30, $40 a month or something like that, if, if I'm not using it, that's 30, 40 wasted that I could be putting right. toward, you know, a Pilates membership. So, um, yeah. And I think that when you, when you focus and prioritize on yourself and your health and your fitness and your overall well being, you can bring so much more to the people in your life, to your job, to your clients. I think that you can really, you know, like we said in our other episode, you can't, you can't pour from your cup unless it's full. So you got to put your oxygen mask on first. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think for me, 2020 is just going to be really like really trying to find that balance and pushing myself, getting out of my comfort zone, but at the same time being grateful, being present and just being gentle with myself. Can I highlight something from your last episode that you were talking about? Yes. Um, So Lauren's last episode, I thought it was so inspirational. She did a solo episode talking about her journey as an esthetician, and she has morphed from an esthetician in the treatment room to somebody working in the device world on the more corporate and sales and education side of skincare, which is incredible. And the podcast just, it talks about, you know, different things you can do outside of the treatment room if you start to feel that's not right for you. And Lauren highlighted in the episode just about not feeling shame when you feel like maybe you've come to the end of the road at uh, of one avenue. That's okay. Like honoring that in yourself and not feeling shame when you're thinking about this perfect version of yourself, like we can all do that. But sometimes if something doesn't feel right, you have to know it's okay to try something else and you can't be hard on yourself for feeling that way. So 
It's something I'm always fearful since I'm always preaching what I love about this new career that somebody may kind of latch on to it. And maybe even if they don't like it, just think it's, you know, what they're supposed to do. I don't know if that's like egotistical of me to think I'm having that influence, but you know, it's there's young impressionable girls who are looking for role models. And I just want to make sure everyone knows it's okay to follow your own path. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and like you said, Tess, it's in this industry, especially on Instagram and social media, it's, it's like, I mean, 99% focused on treatments, you know, and there's very little focus on what you do. If you feel like you've hit that end of the road, and if you feel like you're no longer, um, you know, super invested in doing treatments and in being in the treatment room with your clients. And I I think that that's one of the biggest things, because I honestly was like, for so long, just so like sad and confused and, and kind of shamed and just yeah. like, what the heck? Like, why, why don't, why, why don't I love this as much as like, I think I do, you know what I mean? Like when I think right. about doing treatments, even now I think, oh my gosh, you know, it would be great to do facials all day long again. And then when I really sit back and think about it and think about the issues that I had while I was doing treatments and just the overwhelming emotions that come with it yeah. and touching yeah. every you know different people, it's, I just know that that I don't think if I did it full time, like doing it part time is one thing, but doing it full time for me was just not not the best. And I think that you know, if you're in this or you're in school and you're thinking maybe this isn't great for me, that's okay. Like, do not feel shamed about it. Not everybody sticks with facials. Not everybody sticks in the industry in general. Like, if you're not into it, you're not into it. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. You have to find what works for you because life is like way too short to try to do what other people are doing just because it looks cool or you think that's what you're supposed to be doing. So yeah, Yeah. you guys haven't listened to that, not to toot my own horn, but I really, I really liked recording it. (laughs) Yeah, I really liked recording it. So, so yeah, take a listen and, and let me know what you guys think. And if you, cause I, I actually already had somebody reach out about it and just say, She's the sweetest girl that she has been in the industry for a little while and it's just kind of burnt out. And she, she knew that I was in the corporate world and just asked my opinion. And to be honest, I wasn't going to post that episode just because I was a little nervous about how it would be received. Um, and when she messaged me, I was like, Oh my gosh, okay, I have to post that. So, um, so yeah, give it a listen. If you guys are kind of in that in-between phase. Yeah, no, I loved it. It was just, you're being so real and there's always room for that. So thank you. Yeah, I loved it. Cool. Well, yeah, that's my highest self. Highest Lauren's really cool. She's balanced. (laughs) She's eating good. She's working out. When I think of a Lauren meal, it's like literally what you posted on Instagram the other day, but it's like a great plant-based salad and then little fries on the side. Oh my God, that was so good. (laughs) But that's okay. Like. Yeah, we just have to think about like what is worth it to us and price for what you want, whether that is in your work life, in your fitness world, like whatever it may be. Sometimes like the risk is worth the reward. Sometimes in the moment tests is more important than future tests. So, you know. Exactly. And you got to balance it all out. You got to make sure you're serving yourself in the moment and then also long term. And, you know, it takes a little, a little um, experimenting, but. I think we can all do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will wrap it up here. We would love to hear what you guys are envisioning for your highest selves. So you can message us on Instagram. We would love if you rated and left a review. We're still kind of new and growing and 
I'm excited to see what 2020 brings for the treatment room, but we couldn't do it without you guys. Seriously, every listen really means a lot. And yeah, you are our why. So thank you guys. And we are really excited for everything this year will bring. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. Happy Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. All of the above. All the things. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.